Hello, 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 and welcome back to yet another episode of Electricpreneur Secrets, the electrician's podcast. I'm your host, Clay Newmeyer. With me, as always, Joseph Lucani. And we are the electricpreneurs, a couple of master electricians with business addictions, here and ready to serve. With what and who? We're serving electricians. We're helping you master your sales, simplify your pricing, and deliver premium level electrical service. Welcome to your freemium daily coach call. The admission for this, absolutely nothing but your attention. Sit back in the hot seat, take everything we give, just promise to take action and report your wins back to us. We can't wait to hear how this works for you. Joe, we got a big episode today on how free inspections won't pay the bills. Mm -hmm. Got into this a bit yesterday and we just felt that we needed to get deeper with it and really engage with this problem because so many electricians, I feel, make this mistake, especially when it slows down. But, mm-hmm. brother, how are you doing today, first and foremost? First and foremost, man, I got to say my feet are toasty and everything else is freezing. It is cold today in New York, and I'm oh, cranking wow. the space heater at all at all blast right now. Okay, so warm feet, cold shoulders? Warm feet, cold shoulders, <laughs> man. But you know what? At the end of the day, to put a positive emotional spin to it, my heart is warm. I genuinely feel inspired. I love what we do. I love who we're doing it for. Mm-hmm. So I don't care if I'm standing outside, nothing. I'm going to be warm in my heart. Absolutely. You know what? I agree with that. And I share that. It's a moment of grace, man. We mm-hmm. absolutely get to do what we love. And and helping electricians is, is that's the mission, man. That's what we're doing. Vision is to rise the tide for all of us in this premium service as a way to it. But I mean, really coming down to the basics of, of knowing your pricing, understanding mm-hmm. some basic human psychology to leverage in marketing and sales. And of course, mm-hmm. leveraging this loop method just really is, is what Service Loop stands for. It's that little bit extra for future serviceability. And today's topic is no exception. Mm-hmm. Can I just do a disclaimer statement quick? Please, by all means. I know that we're getting very specific here. And this kind of um, rubs people in a certain way when it, you know, people reach out sometimes afterwards and they, like they did on yesterday's episode and just like, hey, are you talking about me? It's mm. so many people are engaged in this way in what we're talking about today. So I just want to be very clear. You're not alone in this. This is a huge misconception. And why I call it a misconception is what we know about marketing ourselves is actually quite wrong fundamentally. Mm -hmm. We all see the big advertisers, the big companies ads, because they're the ones with money to throw. And they're the ones with thousands upon thousands upon thousands of eyes to see it because they've got that money to double down. So really what, what a lot of times what we're, what we're seeing in marketing is an awareness campaign. It's like, Mm -hmm. Hey, don't forget us. Hey, Coca-Cola. Hey, Starbucks. Hey, McDonald's. Hey, Tim Hortons. And a lot of times they'll use loss leader strategies. And it's not really something that we advocate because we, we actually prefer a style of marketing and execution that we find is above that. And here's what I mean by that. It's above that because what we're trying to do is speak to a specific issue so that we're in a problem aware conversation because we are the specialists who solve problems. I don't mean we as in coaches. I mean, we as in master electricians and you as in master electricians. And as we dive into this today, I hope that you'll understand with us that the free inspection as this loss leader thinking we're going to get a bunch of work and that that's an easy Mm -hmm. conversion is a really lost cause. Yeah. Can we, can we dive right into this, Joe? 
Yeah, I'd be happy to. And realistically, I want to put you in the mind of a tech and see where the gap is. All right. Let's assume you've had some sort of sales training, right? Doesn't matter where you're, you're not, you're not completely green. This is, we're sending a seasoned sales tech to the home. So we're already assuming he's not a scrub. He knows what he's doing. Gets to the call. And all it is that's on the ticket is this a complimentary inspection or they called for something and now they're trying to offer a complimentary inspection. What this tech usually has to do is they've got a list of things that they're supposed to check. I'm going to check your smoke detectors. I'm going to check your GFIs and check your panel and check your overhead connections. Can check. They have a list of things they're checking out. Yep. The thing is, and I funnily, I said thing is they're presenting things. And in those things, they're not tied into the who and they're not tied into the why. Mm. So you're called out for a GFI, but you're quoting a panel fully arc faulted. You're quoting out all new nest smoke detectors. You're quoting out localizing everything. They're relative. It makes sense from an electrician to an electrician. I see the value. I see why you're doing it, but the customer doesn't. Yeah. And the problem is, is that you as the tech, now need to be in a position where you're quoting things to someone without having either they bringing it up to you or it being relative to their particular situation. Mm-hmm. So when they ask, why did you offer it? You're forced to give a very generic answer. And I've tried doing this before when I first started off and it never felt good. Yeah. It never felt good. You'll feel, so, the, com- the, you'll feel compelled, the pull to mm-hmm. fill the void with words. Mm-hmm. ramble on about why something's important without ever understanding why it might be important to them. Correct. Why it's important to us is very different than why it's important to them. Like you may have a situation where the customer says, you know what, or even, even further, you recognize that the kitchen countertop needs to have two dedicated circuits. And you can tell them this requires it for code and for safety standard and for it. And they won't care. But you being able to say, you know what, you can have your coffee machine run because I see that you have it tugged into another circuit. It's like, oh, so it's not going to trip when I have my, okay, now the why makes sense. I'm only offering this to you because I know you mentioned your coffee is a big, important thing to you. And I can see you've got a double burner for the espresso drip. I want to try and back out of this for a moment. Sure. And and just use a statement that uh, we've learned and come to use very often. And you guys may have heard this before. I'm going to ask you a hard question after, okay? Market the problem that you want to solve and the sale is yours to mess up. Mm -hmm. Why is that true? It's because if we're marketing a problem using the words that our target market uses to describe that problem, then we're speaking their language about their experience of something that's bothering them. Mm Mm-hmm. So when they call you because you spoke to what they're feeling, what they're engaged with in their minds about this problem, when they call you, it's very clearly to solve or at least create options to solve this problem. Would you agree with that? I would. So if we extract the problem, sorry, man, just to finish this and get to that hard question. If we extract that problem and we just market our discount. Mm. now people are calling us for a different reason we're just marketing a seasonal offer right and when it's general like a free compulsive uh, comprehensive inspection then the question becomes what's in it for them 
why would someone call you for a free inspection? Like even picking up the phone and calling is an effort and it takes time. Mm -hmm. So what problem are they solving? And if you're causing them to have to guess at what you might be able to solve in that inspection, then that alone is really defective marketing at its root, at its core. Does that make sense, Joe? I agree. And it's one of the reasons why when we call for our first class inspections, we have very specific why factors for every single time that we're calling, such as I know that it's the coldest season of the year. And as a result, we want to prevent any issues from coming larger. So, and then we go into our whole spiel as to why we do these things. Mm -hmm. So the customer can say, okay, I get it. You're calling because if you come now, you can catch problems while they're small before they become bigger. That makes sense. It's the right time. It's the right season. You're, it's clear. But when they have to guess, like if, if my HVAC company were to call me and say, hey, we're doing a free inspection, I wouldn't take it. And I love that company. Yeah. It's just because it's like, I don't need to be sold anything right now. Nothing's broken. Nothing's wrong. But if they were to call me and say, hey, we noticed that there was a higher um, acidity in your water concentration, and we just wanted to do a follow-up on it. Yeah, come on by. That would make sense. Solid because frame. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason that people don't go into this, like truly they don't. And even again, marketers mess this up. We see it all the time. Marketers won't niche. Like the person building your website, do they just serve electricians? Because they should, because mm-hmm. that would mean they're a specialist at doing that one thing, right? So even in your marketing, we see this marketers mess this up. But think about that. Why wouldn't we speak to a specific thing when we need work? Why wouldn't we do an email blast to our clients that's based on data, that's based on options and or even objections and reoffering things in a way that serves them at a better level using the whys that we already have, right? If we already know this stuff, then why don't we take that specific approach? And the only logical answer is because we're worried that there's just, there's only a few people. Whereas me as an electrician, I can see the value in a, in a free home inspection. Look at all the things. The smoke detectors need to be replaced. They got circuits that aren't properly labeled, right? Or even going to the right place. Maybe they've got multiple, multiple circuits under a single breaker, right? Like this kind of stuff you find all the time. We mm-hmm. get it. It's easy for an electrician to find the value. But again, there's a communication and an intention mm-hmm. gap here. And people see through it just like the mechanic that's going to do the 100-point inspection for you. I've Mm -hmm. seen countless electricians, and heck, we even have one. We've got one built that's a 10-point inspection with a green for good, a yellow for caution, and a red for um, not good, right? But that's just a crutch to help people start to see the things we should pay attention for, pay attention Mm -hmm. to as we're working through systems and understanding people's whys. It's not a tool to leverage to cause sales. And I think that's where this whole thing gets mixed up. Mm-hmm. Imagine, so just imagine, as Joe said before, two sales techs or two service techs, one's going in for a general inspection that someone inquired about, and then he's going to try to um, create a ticket from this so that it wasn't all for free. Mm-hmm. The homeowner has no idea what that service tech is going to present. And the service tech has no idea what the needs are of that client. 
that is extremely difficult to close. And I actually feel bad for the service tech. And I feel bad for what happens after that, because if it's any size of a team, A, the service tech comes away feeling like I'm not converting like I used to. What's going on? Even when there's no leads, I can't seem to hit a home run or even get a base. But then it goes back to if there's a sales manager or a service manager or a team lead on those, then they're going, well, why aren't you, why didn't you offer this? Why didn't you do this? Why? And it becomes this big like blame cycle when the reality is no one was problem aware. Mm-hmm. And to finish that thought in the comparison is then look at the tech who's problem aware. The client has put their hand up and acknowledged that, oh, no, we're looking for an EV charger. Actually, we're thinking about getting an electric vehicle. You now have an opportunity as a knight to show up, be informative, be the authority and be the friend and actually lay out some options that they may be interested to with and speaking to their why. Go ahead, Joe. I also wanted to put up a point that I think is going to be really helpful for people to know and that I'm very proud of my ability of creating options on the fly. Mm. But this situation even trips me up. And what I mean by that is this. People will sometimes come into class. And they'll say, what do I do with this? And my first question is, well, why do they want it? And if they don't have an answer for it, it's usually, okay, well, what is it trying? What are you trying to solve then? So if we don't know the why, and we don't know what the customer is trying to solve, I'm pretty much just stuck saying, well, what could we generally offer in this scenario? And it all becomes very broad stroke and vague compared to, no, this is a specific option to solve this specific problem. It's more like, well, did they have search protection? All right, throw that in. Is it labeled? Ah, throw that in. They have smoke detectors? Ah, throw that in. Localize? Throw them in too. And then why do we do it? Good luck coming with a because frame because it's almost all going to be technical based. Very so difficult. remember, no matter who you are, and my betters are out there, I'm 100% certain of it. There are people who struggle creating this value. And my answer to it is don't chase the what, chase the why. Find out why they need it and what they're trying to solve and you will find on-code options. Speaking of answers, man, I'm going to start with the basic today. We've got to wrap this up. Sure. Yesterday, we talked about the specialist checklist. Not a self-promotion. This is free, you guys. We give this stuff away. If you're live with us on the on the Electrepreneur Secrets Facebook group, Awesome. Type in specialist checklist. We're going to send this over. If you're hearing this on your favorite podcast channel, reach out to us on serviceloopelectrical.com or anywhere you see us on, on Facebook if you're there too. Okay. And, and what this does is takes the guesswork out of it because you might be sitting here going, well, if I'm not offering inspections and what am I offering? Where is that data? How do I know what to do? I don't know what to say. I've never done this before. It's uncomfortable. We're giving you the exact guide to be able to leverage this. You can use it in your email marketing. You can use it in your organic marketing using our Facebook cheat sheet. Either way, it's going to help you interrupt with a problem-aware statement. Engage in the problem that your clients are facing and thinking and, and hearing in their head. Educate them slightly on it and then offer a solution like a specific inspection on that device, need, desire, mm-hmm. or problem. That's the basic. I know that's big, but all you've got to do is reach out and grab that value piece, guys. You're going to learn a ton from this. It's marketing that even marketers mess up. All right. Do you have an all-star? Sorry. I do. No, I do have an all-star. It's implied that you're taking the (laughs) (laughs) all-star. It's all good. So in the all-star, give me a moment with this, because I had on tip my tongue and then we dropped it. What was it? 
I'm blanking out here, man. I had I had a moment. Okay. It's, it's on top of my tongue. What was it? It's all good. We can come up with something and I can just fill space with my wonderful voice in the meantime. Yeah. I think that, you know, we're kind of speaking to the marketing bit. Is there anything we can tie into the sales bit here today, Joe? Yeah. So the why? if we're going to go, yeah. So if we're going to go into this, oh yes, I remember what it was. Okay. Sorry. Sometimes my brain goes on a little bit of a journey, Athens, but I'm here. I'm back, back in the state. Got it. All right. So I want to give you guys an all-star level sales advice. There is a particular thought process that you can follow that's going to help you build options. And the first is be unconvinced that they want or need the thing that they're asking for. Because imagine the difference. Like Dr. House. I, yeah. I want a surge protector. Most lectures are like, great. Let me sit down and show you all the options. Yeah, I got this one. I got that one. It opens like their coat and there's a pile of watches there. It's like, no. Okay. The better question is, oh, well, I'm surprised to hear that. Why do you feel like you need it? And just that question there alone is going to give you your why. I want a generator. Well, I'm surprised. I figured you guys didn't lose power around here a lot. Why do you feel like you need one? I want to get a new panel. Well, why is that? It seems like this one's in great condition. Or is there a reason why you'd want to change it? Well, why not keep it the way it is? Just asking the why and posing that you are unconvinced that they want or need the thing they're asking for will encourage them to double down and give you more of a why. And once you have that why, then you can solve it and you'll have a strong because frame in every option you present. I love that, man. And the line it's in my head is just that, like, what happens if we don't? I mean, if we don't, like, we, what do you mean by that? If we don't and ask Adding the why? to discovering that why when you confirm later and say, well, what happens if we didn't do anything about this? Yeah, I mean, and they well, can if we reinforce the the problems and and the why that that's been discussed to really hit that home, mm -hmm. man, I didn't mean to interrupt or, or tag on to you, but that was a massive a, um, all star action. And the moment you said that, I was like, oh, mic drop, that is fire. <laughs> We've got to go though. This one's getting long, hugely impactful podcast, two in a row. I love these, Joe. This has been another episode, and all of you listening, of course, to help you master your sales, simplify your pricing, and deliver premium level electrical service right here with us on Electrepreneur Secrets. We'll see you guys again tomorrow for another one. Looking forward to it. Take care.